0: This is Corolla Digital.
1: Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or allisonrosen.com.
0: Hi, this is Adam Corolla. I want to thank you for supporting this podcast on the Corolla Digital Network. Everyone here at Corolla Digital is very proud of the shows that we put out every week and are excited about the future of our network. However, Patent Troll is threatening that future by suing us. We need to fight back and beat the troll down. If we go down, all the other shows on the other networks you've grown to love are going to go down next. Visit fundanything.com forward slash patent troll to donate and find out other ways that you can help
2: beat the patent trolls. Thank you and mahalo. See
1: Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. It is me, Allison Rosen, and I'm sitting here with comedian Hampton Yunt. And he rocked out a little bit during the theme song, so I already like him.
3: Some pe- <laughs> It's catchy. You, you be- went through the trouble.
1: Thank you. And you went through the trouble. I mean, you'd be surprised. Some oh. people just sit there as if no. their heart cannot be moved. You have to appreciate art as it lives, right? <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> Who doesn't dance? There's plenty of people. I dance like
3: everybody's watching.
1: That's how you should. That's
3: how you got to do it.
1: I learn like I'm going to... What's the first part of that? Learn like you're going to live forever.
3: Eat like you're trying Uh to die. Okay. Sleep like you're... Dead. Like you're dead. Already. You're dead already.
1: It's weird. People tend to leave out the true beginning of that saying.
3: (laughs) Have you noticed? They're lazy. They They really have not kept the original phrasing.
1: I know. So a couple things I learned. One of them... Is that your last name, Y-O-U-N-T, <laughs> is not pronounced. I, I didn't know if it was Yount.
3: It's a curveball.
1: Or Yunt. It's such a it's weird neither. name.
3: Hampton Parker Yunt. Wow. Why? Why would my parents do that?
1: W- why did they?
3: Because they're jerks. <laughs> they don't. They're weird. What I are mean, their names? Victor. And uh, my mother is Renee.
1: Oh, well, they have normal names. You think
3: so? Victor's a little weird and Renee, I mean, it's, I guess Renee is a little bit more.
1: Okay. Maybe not normal. Well, first of all, of the time, perhaps, you don't, you don't meet a lot of Victor's and Renee's these days.
3: Not a lot. Um, They're all fading away. I know. In all our photos.
1: One, (laughs) just like back to
3: the future. (laughs) Like back to the future. One day there will be. Daddy Renee just flew away.
1: The Last Renee. It's like a good children's book. Um, Do you have siblings?
3: I do. And Uh, what are their names? Clay, Virginia, and Henry with an I. Wow. Yeah. Hippies.
1: Is is that what that is? A little bit. I wouldn't have been able to assess it right away. Their
3: brains are definitely like a little off because of the hippiness. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like we're all like sunshine and everything, but it is still like, why did you decide to make your children's names arduous?
1: Right. What are the, What are your siblings' middle names? Because I feel like Hampton Parker. That's like a real one. Oh God! Play.
3: Who knows their siblings' middle names? What I'm are sorry. we? What are we dating? <laughs> <laughs> do you know your uh, siblings' middle names? I do. You do? Mm-hmm. That's close. That's so nice. Do you really not? No, I don't. Wow. That's like cool. But like, I I don't even know how you'd go about knowing something like that. <laughs> I guess you'd have to like ask, and then retain that information. But now I figure I'm too old.
1: Wait, do you mean are we dating like you and me, or are we dating like you and your siblings? Because that's when a time when you would ask me, that question.
3: Me and my siblings. Like, it's like, am I really going to need to know your middle name? Right.
1: I guess. I mean, you have a lot of them. So, well,
3: yeah, but a I couple. do
1: too.
3: A couple. How many do you have?
1: I have a sister, and then I have two older brothers. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Gary and Chris, do you guys know your siblings' middle names? Sure.
3: I know my one brother's middle name. So, yeah.
1: I'd like to point out, though, that none I of think, us are actually offering them. We're just saying, yeah. yeah I think My I get, sister's you know, middle name I is
2: Anne.
3: You know, if I guessed, I think I could get – I just don't want to go through them all. Let me just get – there's like Victor Clay, Behringer, Yunt, Virginia, like – I can't remember. Uh, it's, so it's so hard. It's so hard.
1: Are you the youngest? I'm the middle. You're the middle.
3: i the middle. i the and renegade.
1: You- <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what they say about the middle child. And you grew up in Virginia? <laughs>
3: Yeah, Virginia, the south I guess. Mm-hmm. A small town. Um but you know, uh north enough that like, you know, there's culture going on in DC and everything and it wasn't like, you know, Mad Max Wasteland or anything. It was, right. was kind of fine.
1: What was it like? A uh, sample.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sample, just a lot of jumping in the pool <laughs> in the summers and no, it was uh, it was also like a really small town, so I don't know. I kind of was a weirdo. In a lot of respects, I mean, that's why I'm here and, you know, I'm a stand-up comic. So there's clearly a couple issues Some kind going of damage. on. Yeah, I mean, I say happy, but it's like, you know, you find out later on in life, you're like, oh, maybe that was a little more, bit more psychologically jarring than I thought it
1: was. <laughs> that's how I – that should be on my tombstone.
2: <laughs> maybe it was a little more psychologically o- jarring than she thought file. it was.
1: Yes, I want that wave. Yeah. <laughs> on my – as my yeah. epitaph. Everything is you know more know psychological everyone, jarring.
3: everyone around you is like going, no, it was great. It was great. It was great. And like your parents are like, oh, it was so great when you were growing up. And then you don't want to be like really analyze it as an adult and apply like an adult lens to kind of your childhood memories. You don't want to? They would prefer you not to because then, uh, you know, you realize how weird your childhood is.
1: Right. Well, it's...
3: (laughs) And you start pointing fingers. It's
1: crazy that you're saying all this stuff because I have been thinking so much about this lately. In fact, just on a podcast recently, I was talking about the fact that I feel like for my whole life, my whole life has been marked by... You know, just getting a feeling in my gut and feeling like there's this difference between the reality and what I'm feeling is the reality. Mm. But having people kind of try to talk me out of my perceptions. Yeah. I'm talking about family stuff. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It it makes you second guess yourself all the time. And then you hit a point where you're like, no, I was actually – I was the one who was sane. I was the one who was right. (laughs) I think. Yeah.
3: I mean especially if it's like your perception and it's not kind of based in some sort of – you know fact, if it's an emotion – then especially you're entitled Right. How to can
1: it. yeah? Thank you. I'll bring you around everywhere <laughs> just to, talk, to make <laughs> to me just, feel better. Uh,
3: defend you. <laughs> yes. Well,
1: so what was what's your what's was your
3: story? What is it? What do you mean was my story? <laughs> what was what uh, what adult lens are you? What adult lens am I placing on it? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess the one of like a comic in LA who's kind of like I don't know. I have to earn my keep i have to figure out how to make a career and also like not be bothered by you know your childhood or something like that it, and, and then like let it spiral you down or something you know mm-hmm. like depression or something like that like right. you can't let those sort of things go on but i mean it's is been that
1: something re- that you suffer from
3: yeah but i would say like moving to la and like pursuing comedy has been like such an incredible like thing since moving here And it's Mm -hmm. just like really, I don't know, opened up a lot of doors and just it's been interesting to when you start separating yourself as an adult and then you just like realize there's a lot more opportunities than you kind of thought there were. Yes. Growing up, maybe you were a little bit more closed minded or you were forced to be.
1: Right. Well, did your parents not support comedy?
3: I mean, I think they were like, if you want to do like the, the like county theater, like that'd be cool. <laughs> like, you know, that's cool. But then it's like, well, don't seriously do that. Maybe do like it once or twice. But like, yeah, no real like uh, enforcement uh, or reinforcement, I should say, mm-hmm. from adults when I was growing up. It was weird because I thought like I was like the, the class clown, but more the class weirdo. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of laughs by just being so weird or something <laughs> like that.
1: <laughs> what do your parents do?
3: My dad is a gem and mineral dealer, uh, so he's, like, this world traveler, like, mm-hmm. crazy guy, and he, like, hangs out with, like, thieves and stuff. And, like, really? Yeah, he's, like, really, like, almost off thieves? the grid. Wow. He's a cool. He's cool. Like, his life story is, like, really impressive, just, like, he's been, like, stabbed and, like, held up at gunpoint and, like, just, like... Because of the jewels? Just because of the <laughs> jewels. Exactly. And, like, he, like, lived in his van for, like, a really long time and with my mom for a period of time also in their van and like wow. in their van.
1: <laughs> <laughs> their love van. So
3: it's like, you always kind of like, like, wow, that's really impressive on paper. It's very weird growing up with it. You don't, you think that's normal. And then you're like, Oh, there's no,
1: <laughs> did, were they in the van when they had kids already?
3: When they first, mm-hmm. for the first, did, one. did you
1: do some van time? mhm
3: I did some van time when I was uh, like growing up, and then they started making us travel around in the van because it was like we all had to do the family like gem and mineral thing. The
1: family jewels. So it was
3: like kind of interesting.
1: What What is the gem and mineral thing?
3: It's like, you know, do you know what a mineral is? Like how it looks like if it were a, a specimen? Like Perhaps it, I don't. It would just be like a, cr- a weird crystal formation mm-hmm. that you could hold and it would come in a couple different uh, varying sizes. But then uh, there's, it's like art. It's kind of like natural art. In a weird way. So
1: people collect them. So
3: people collect them. Kind of eccentric people. Sometimes like billionaires. Sometimes just weirdos. It's like a it's a real museums. step up
1: from geodes, yeah?
3: Yeah, like museums. No, it's like it kicks geodes' asses. <laughs> like geodes are nothing. Like
1: what's the ultimate mineral?
3: I don't know. Like I I don't know. It would be like crazy crystal formations and you would just see like how like natural history has allowed this kind of weird growth to occur in like a poisonous mine, you know, 200 <laughs> miles underneath China and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. the and story like behind s- it's insane, you know?
1: And how do they harvest them?
3: It's uh, mines. Mines for other things, sometimes, like, steel. Mm-hmm. And then they go through those mines and they,
1: Are they know. blood minerals?
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> probably. <laughs> they probably are.
1: So you, you guys would travel around dealing minerals yeah. and gems. And is, is a gem a mineral?
3: A gem, uh Yeah. So it's the same. Generally, thing. I mean, like a ruby is a mineral, right? Yeah, like and a, a, diamond, diamond, is a, a diamond is a mineral. Okay, so they're yeah, all minerals. Yeah. yeah, they're all minerals. So
1: mineral is just the term applied gem to when it's a, in gem, like the raw form. Gem would be form. a cut
3: stone, and it's usually a specific type of stones that are applied to that. But you could you know, use any number of crystals. It seems like I know a lot about but, this, but I don't.
1: <laughs> no, it sounds like you do.
3: <laughs> I just it's just what my dad does, and it's interesting. So yeah, that's kind of like his 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 background.
1: How was he stabbed?
3: Uh, he was stabbed by a bull. What? Uh, <laughs> uh when, during the running of the bulls? Seriously? Yeah, through his leg. That's the story he told me. I mean, it it might have been bullshit, but like, Does I believe he have him. A scar? Yeah, I asked him why he had this big gash in his leg that looks like a chunk of his leg's gone, uh-huh. <laughs> and he said that. So I, believe, I would him. believe it. I believe him. You know, like that's the thing about my dad is like, cool. All right, I don't know if that's real. Like, I can't really verify it.
1: That's how some of my dad's stories are. Is it- Although, yes, yes. Here's the thing something will happen, and I will be present for it. And then a little while later, I'll hear him tell someone the story. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> roughly that happened, but the person that you thought said this, it was actually someone else. And this mm-hmm. that th- you had it yeah kind of it backwards totally, but it's not because any- they have
3: old man dumb brain and they're <laughs> losing information by the day. The coding <laughs> is slipping out of them. I guess that's what it and is. And so it's like you're like yeah, you do live this cool life and you have cool stories, but then they start switching up names and faces,
1: and then you have to question <laughs> everything.
3: And you're like exactly, and then you question the whole thing, and you're just like wait, okay, I'm I'm pretty sure this is this guy. Oof. It's right. weird. You want to cram it all in before, like, they really lose their minds. <laughs> like, you want to make sure. Because I'm really learning a lot now about my parents, kind of as an adult. And it's interesting.
1: Like what? Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, come on now. Well, it's their
3: business. I mean, I couldn't, oh, okay. I couldn't reveal it on here.
1: Mm, all right. Now, did any of your siblings <laughs> go into the um, mineral and gemstone world? No,
3: nothing like that. They're all kind of independent in their own ways. My sister lives out here, and uh, my, brother, uh, my two brothers still live out in Virginia. So it's been nice. To visit with her.
1: Sorry, I'm stuck on one thing though. Was, was it illegal stuff that was happening? What do you mean? <laughs> well, the mineral and gem, gemstone stuff. Like, was well, you're, if you're, he was hanging out with thieves it, and stuff? Think
3: of it this way if, if basically it's minerals which are harvested out of the ground and sometimes bribed out of caves and, and like mining companies
1: right. and stuff like so that. Right, so you're dealing with people who are. <clears throat> yeah,
3: and my dad, say, for instance, a person traveling around in a van. Kind of off the grid for many years. Like that's the people you're dealing with for a large amount of time. So it's sums of money being <laughs> exchanged right. and usually small or, you know, whatever. But then at a certain point, it's like, you know, how he's living. And then it's like – it just is it's, – it's weird. A lot of travel to a lot of different places in the world and bribes. I mean mm-hmm. flat out. Uh, in order to get – to things, get minerals like to out get... of, like, let's say Russia. Oh. Uh, he was getting a lot of uh, minerals out of Russia. And uh, he was like, had to bribe uh, military police and stuff like that. Uh.
1: Because? Because <laughs> they're illegal. You know, countries don't want them out. Right. They don't want them out. So he was paying huge sums to smuggle them out, basically. Not huge
3: sums, but just enough, Summed. you know. It's like this weird, you know, like gypsy living. I mean, it's right. like, you know, just you know, it made the rent for a while
1: and you were traveling around as well for Well, a while? you know, so
3: within reason. He never put us in danger or anything, mm-hmm. but you know, and there was no real danger, but like he just would take us along because that's way cheaper is to bring four of your kids right. and your wife and like, you know, they all got to set everything up. Like that's just cheaper.
1: They have to set everything up, what do you mean?
3: Like all the booths and stuff at like uh, conventions and stuff like that are, like um just be around for, like, deals and stuff like that.
1: Right. Are you a good negotiator?
3: Um, I don't know, man. I sometimes have to, like, play it and I'm kind of, like, I just don't want to get fucked. Like, I know how to, like, just fight for my own, what I think is my worth. And I'm like, is that good negotiating or is that just being, like, observant?
1: Well, I mean, I'm neither, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, what? You don't fight for anything? What's uh, the last,
3: like, negotiation you you won?
1: Actually I just got married.
3: That's a negotiation between <laughs> yeah. you and God, girl.
1: <laughs> no, I just got married and um right before the wedding they sent us this est this is not it's not a sexy story, but they sent us an estimate. <laughs>
3: a um, wedding story that's not sexy?
1: <laughs> I know. Um it's called like the BEO or something or it's this is like the food and beverage estimate and then you pay mm, that and mm. then you pay the difference. And I looked and all the prices were not all the prices, but the entrees per person were uh, quite a bit more than what I had signed off on. Really? Yeah, and
3: <laughs> that's a, that's a crazy thing to I do had, to somebody in a wedding scenario because it's like your pressure levels. Right. Are and insane. we had a wedding
1: planner who didn't catch it which is like I do the they one not watch it.
3: Bridezilla do they not see there's like it's multiple like shows dedicated yeah. to the idea of brides not dealing with pressure and in, right. in a wedding it's the worst time you could apply it to so a woman's it, life
1: Thank you so it turned out that <laughs> that you know we checked into it and once a year they raised their prices um, and I sort of felt like I don't know that I have any recourse because, you know, the contract we signed said that everything is subject to change Whoa. and prices and
3: what kind of contract is that where it's just like, well, anything really? Yeah. Wait, was it a bar it's a napkin? Wedding.
1: It's a wedding. Right. Oh, wedding that. contract. So um, anyway, it it felt really unfair to me, though, because it felt like we had gone back, so, so back and forth so many times. They knew the date of the wedding. They had sent us menus with prices and whatnot. It just it really Ugh. upset me. Um, so I ended up calling the woman though and just left her a message saying, you know, I don't. I just received this, and I just wanted to see if there's any way we could work something out because you know we'd made a bunch of decisions based on these prices, and I'm just concerned that the extra isn't really in the budget. Blah blah blah, Um, and kind of pleaded with her on her voicemail, and then actually she called and said they're happy to honor the old prices. Really? So that felt like a negotiation I won, but I don't know that that was really a negotiation. negotiation. That was
3: you're crippling them emotionally. That's like a type of (laughs) (laughs) negotiation. You really played. To the, but you, you really just held was to the genuine, truth. It was genuine, though. You held to the truth. Yeah, I felt, go, it
1: felt <laughs> very unfair. <laughs> which is insane,
3: right? Because it's really you just going, hey you're trying your to deck. fuck me? And then they go, we are.
1: That was, there sorry. was There were a few things like that where I felt like what they're hoping is it's that weird, the person the who's then. signing the check or whatever just isn't going to look at the price. Like, yeah. there's a few things wow. where all of a sudden I was like, this seems more than it. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry.
3: It's a billion-plus-dollar business
1: (laughs) industry. What's the last negotiation or thing you fought for?
3: I fought for, like, a croissant this morning. Really? (laughs) Won it. Just won it. (laughs) Just nailed it. No, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know because when he asked me, I was like, I don't know if I uh, apply it or if I just, you know, I just kind of tend to uh, generally get – what i what i want are my re- expectations are pretty mm-hmm. like realistic and i don't feel like often like crushed by um some someone's fucked me over or something mm-hmm. like that
1: do you, so you grew up in a fairly let's say uh gritty
2: environment <laughs> like you, you
3: well you, no actually you know it's interesting is like around when i was about Ten or something like that, yeah we got a nice uh nicer house and everything like that, and we had a nice house before, or something like that. I think they put in some work uh but the town itself is uh is just really rural, you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's weird it's an equestrian town, so it's kind of like a lot of horses, so people who um ride horses and the people who take care of them, so it's a lot of farmers basically. And uh, that was, like, I went to a farming public school. Like, that was kind of just my environment growing up. I don't know why, too. My dad's, like, from North Carolina, raised in Spain. My mom's from Canada. And they chose, like, this weird southern town in the middle of nowhere.
1: Where they could be off the grid. Where they could be almost off the right. grid, basically. What was your farming high school like? Like, did you raise animals? Like, was it for ages <laughs> Pretty redneck. Yeah,
3: yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, super redneck. Like, overalls, you know, mm-hmm. like... Just backyard wrestling, <laughs> a lot of the, a lot of that, a lot of insane clown posse. Like people, there wow. were like a lot of juggalos. My first boss was like a hard juggalo.
1: <laughs> I didn't know there are hard juggalos. He was super hard to...
3: juggalo. Does that mean? Is he that, was family. Like he just would just say family all the time. Like he'd incorporate it into the way he talked. Like he had tattoos. Is that code
1: for other Juggalos to know?
3: Family. It, yeah. It's like it is. It's
1: code for It's others. like a siren call for like, Yeah. Well, if you say a, it enough, do they uh, start so, coming through the, <laughs> through the cracks? Yeah. Like the Kool-Aid in. man. Right.
3: Yeah. They're really terrible. They do. And uh, I, one time I was at Papa John's, I was working for him and I uh, played a Tom Waits record in the back, like while I was doing dishes. And he just came in and he goes, what is this? Like it was the most exaggerated cartoon <laughs> voice I'd ever <laughs> seen. It blew his mind. He'd never heard anything like it.
1: Right. Wow. <laughs> um, so when did you move out here?
3: Uh, about four, five years ago, about four closer Well, well, which
1: is it really? Four or five? I'm just kidding. I'm going to say
3: like four and a half. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I have. I lived in New York for eight and a half. But sometimes I say nine. Sometimes I have to correct myself.
3: Yeah. It's like I've crystallized when I moved out here and I got like, you know, work and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So it's like the dates just seem to have settled.
1: Um, Did you come out here with a job?
3: No, I came out here in a really shitty car uh that I bought up in Portland while doing a comedy festival, and it was an immediate lemon and what it, was it it was a uh i still have it it's a <laughs> what is it it's I don't drive it anymore I have a uh pretty now but it's um I can't remember I'm not a car guy uh it broke down like immediately I just kind of had to abandon it it did like, you get the rest breaking. of the way. I figured out why it was breaking down, which was just like anytime it went from a high acceleration to a low acceleration, it would just cut off the whole car and I just like would only have the brakes. So I kind of figured out how to do that into L.A. Uh And then I kind of just did that for a couple months While like staying on people's couches.
1: (laughs) So, what does that mean? That you just couldn't go fast or you couldn't? You had to, you had to, like speed, you had to keep going. I could
3: go fast, but then when I had to stop, it was like a panic near death situation every time. Yeah. So, I did that for as long as I could because I just couldn't afford anything else. Now, what did, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go on.
1: I was going to say, what did all the farmers and ranch hands and also your family (laughs) think of you coming out here with nothing?
3: Um, I had saved up a little bit of money by doing some road comedy out on the southern, you know, east coast. But um
1: I mean, did you come straight from Virginia? Yeah. You, Where did you go to college? Or did you? Uh, Virginia Tech. Okay. Yeah. So, So, like,
3: pretty much just stayed there, then moved out here. I was still living in that small town, like, with my parents.
1: But you were already doing comedy.
3: Yeah, I was going up into D.C. to, like, do cool shows and stuff like that there. And then I would do all these weird bar shows in Virginia. And it's interesting. It really hardened me in, like, interesting ways in that, like, I got in with kind of with the alternative comedy scene through going into D.C. But then, like, all these road gig things that I've done, it's made me just not care at all if things go well or mm-hmm. <laughs> or bad and it's it makes you like a, a lot harder on stage right. which is good.
1: So then you got out here uh <laughs> and you stayed with friends and then what?
3: And then I uh I uh just kept doing comedy. I I started staying in this uh old Jewish man's house I found on Craigslist and uh his family had all just died. And uh I moved in like the month after His family had just died. How did they all die? They all died in a car wreck. Oh God. It was the saddest thing in the world. I found this out after I signed all the papers and I move in and then I check under the bed and there's like children's toys and I'm like, what is this? (laughs) And he's like, my family is dead. Like. That's he talked like that? Yeah, and he had a weird <laughs> British little voice. <laughs> I'm really sad. And
1: he <laughs> but he knows how to use Craigslist. It's also curious.
3: <laughs> he knows how to use Craigslist. He was a little older. Mm-hmm. I know. It was like, it made me so depressed. He yeah. had insomnia, like would walk by my door. It was like miserable to live there. Really sad. And I, I got out, uh, I don't know, I stayed on another guy's couch for like eight months. Like, mm-hmm. And then I got a nice job at, over at MTV. And I started to uh, get a place. And I've been there since.
1: Oh, right. Because you, ridiculous.
3: I work at uh, Ridiculousness.
1: Ridiculousness. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. You're a producer, right?
3: Yeah. Basically. I'm a, I'm a consultant, if you catch my meaning. <laughs> Which means like a ri- writer, producer. Oh, like all, right. All of it. It's like I'm there. I'm there working on the show.
1: Yes. Right. It was just explained to me. Totally different than what you're saying. Oh, really? Totally different. But it was just explained to me that on many a show that is not a scripted show exactly, no one has the title writer. Yeah. They have producer yeah. or consultant. If you're working of. in reality TV,
3: especially, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, because, you know, the right. illusion is that uh, Survivor and all these shows are not written Right. Which I believe they are. I mean, I can't say I for sure, but I'm going to guess right. with the way I've heard stories go down.
1: Probably yes. Yeah. So what's it like working over there?
3: It's fun. I like it there. Uh it's like web clips. It's fun. It's a pretty lighthearted show. It's mostly for tweens, you know, that kind of like young demographic. And it's fun. I I understand it. And I like uh working with the the group there. It's mm-hmm. like been really cool. I mean, not a lot of uh jobs I guess out here like on my level get to go on as long as they have for people like me and it's like I'm really appreciative so I'm really like happy with it right you now
1: okay going to have to unpack that one what does jobs (laughs) on my level for people like me mean
3: (laughs) well if i'm like analyzing what my peers are doing Uh or something like that like i tend to notice maybe uh if they are a consultant on a show that show has gone away within a a season right something like that like jobs can be a lot more temporary than this one has allowed for i've been kind of lucky in that respect it's it's a real crapshoot
1: well, yeah, I actually just had um, Nikki Glaser, yeah, oh, on yeah. my show, and I know that that was M- an MTV show, Nikki and Sarah Live, and that was just one, th-
3: no, two seasons, two seasons, yeah, 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 yeah. I know it's that's hard. I mean, MTV is like real tough, right? Tough with that,
1: right? That's See, fine.
3: I mean, that's their way. You know, they got to turn it over. What are they going to have? Like, they have the Real World. That's run for forever.
1: That's run for so long, but it's now. always
3: different, and it's changed with the times. But then those other Surely shows. Surely you're being
1: sarcastic. <laughs> Am I, it's changed with the times. I, I, mean, I mean, it's I gotten guess. a little bit
3: more hoary and loud, <laughs> like the <I> times. Th-
1: <laughs> yes, you're right. I feel like the change for that show came from the beginning to season five. If that was, Whoa, when Las okay, Vegas look, was. Well, okay. Look, why you
3: clearly know this show pretty well, then.
1: I do, but I haven't. Wa- <laughs> I dropped off around the time that it was like I don't. I don't want to watch. Drunk teenagers in a hot tub. I used to like anymore. it.
3: Yeah, it was good. It was like when real social commentary. Watching? Yeah. I mean, I kind of watched that Vegas one. Oh, what was that? The girl Trishel. Left. Trishel. Like that was kind of the last one I watched. Oh, really?
1: I, I hung out. I hung and on. And maybe for I, I kind of well casually
3: longer. would come in after that. This must be so boring for people who don't like the show. But I do think it is interesting that that's like the one institutional show that's been on MTV. Yeah. and stayed. And it's kind of changed with the times in its own way. But then, like, every other show, it's, like, short lifespan, generally. Right. I mean, because they have to. They have to change it over because, like, kids are just, like, a show that's been around six years. Boring. Like, that's old.
1: It's our parents' show. Yeah. <laughs> <Your> parents of <laughs> the world. Yeah. It's like, I... But you do a lot of other stuff, too, right?
3: Yeah. I do a lot of stand-up, uh, uh, which, you know, is good. It's not totally professional yet, but, like, I'd say, like, semi-pro. Mm-hmm. And then... um, I do, yeah, other like random jobs. I've written on a lot of pilots and stuff that like doesn't get picked up, and like a lot of interesting stuff like that.
1: And you do you write for magazines as well, right? Or you did?
3: I can't remember. Maybe I have. What did do you, you mean? You not
1: write for Maxim? No. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Well, who am I thinking of? That hundred jug, <laughs> breastiest hot. I mean, you seem like cars. someone who would have. <laughs> are who really? Who am I? Or no? You know what? You know what? I'm conf- it's because I was reading your website and you were written up in um
3: I was written up in some magazines.
1: Yes, and like, you said that Esquire was like you made a joke oh, about it being it. like Max oh, or something. yeah, I
3: said it. it was like it's like what is it? I forget what. It, it was literally a year ago, but it's uh yeah, it's like maxim for gentlemen or something Something you know like people who are more proper about their masturbation like and were you which i do kind of get that semblance of uh, from esquire it's an i was happy for it but i was like this is kind of pornography like i picked one up and i was like wow this is like yeah wow in your face
1: were you on red eye or am i confusing you with someone who has a similar name
3: no uh i have not been on red eye
1: (laughs) who Is there another Hampton out there? I don't think so. Are you sure? I feel like there might be.
3: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, I've only met one in my life.
1: Really? Only one? He was a dick. What was he like?
3: I go, oh my God, you have my name. It's at like a cafe when our orders come Mm -hmm. up at the same time. And I was like, what? Like my face (laughs) split open and light came out. (laughs) And he was like, what? We just have the same name. I was like, have you ever met another Hampton? And he goes, no. I go, you don't think that's, like, significant weird? And he goes, no. And I go, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> wow. Like, I couldn't st- not say it. I was, like, mad at him.
1: It, I have a similar story. <laughs> and Chris has a similar story. Well, the, Chris has a couple stories because there's another Chris Laksamana. But also I'm specifically really? thinking about this, the one with the cars, which – Tell that story in a second, but first I want to tell you guys about HuluPlus.com. HuluPlus is so much more than just Hulu.com, and certainly you know Hulu.com. Uh, with HuluPlus, you can watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. It lets you watch thousands of hit TV shows and movies in your living room or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. I've said it before. I hate being at places like the car wash where I'm just sitting there Just watching my life pass by me. With Hulu Plus, you can just watch a show. You don't have to watch your own life pass by. Uh, New Girl, Once Upon a Time, The Answer with the Stars, Scandal. They have so much. Um, You can also check out exclusive content, including Hulu originals like The Wrong Man's and Behind the Mask, Hulu's new docuseries that takes you inside the world of sports mascots. For only $7.99 a month, catch up on current shows, binge on old favorites, or catch a great movie. Stream as many TV shows and movies as you want, wherever you want. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison. That is a special offer for you guys, my listeners. Make sure you use HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison so you get the extended free trial. And most importantly for me, then they'll know that we sent you. And they'll be like, Allison, I like her. So go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison right now for your extended two-week free trial. Hampton, during the time that you were living on people's couches, (laughs) Hulu Plus would have been exactly what you needed because you probably didn't have like a dedicated television
3: i stole it you I just watch it. on your ipad guys that should be almost the ad for hulu plus i stole it <laughs> is that you get netflix and stuff like that and you can just have one password i think there is only one password for all of netflix everyone just shares it
1: i don't know what you're talking about oh, yeah. <laughs> Hulu Plus <laughs> is what you should take all your watching energy and just apply it there you're dead to me chris laxamana didn't hey. you – yeah, what happened with the cars? Um.
4: So I was, I was leaving like a subway or something and I, w- I went to go get in my car and my key wasn't working. So I thought, oh, this must – I drive a, a Civic, a, a Silver Civic, really common car. So I thought, oh, this must not be my car. So I go behind and look at the license plate and I was like, oh, nope, it's my car. Get back. <laughs> I turn it. It's still not working. And then this lady comes out like, what are you doing? That's my car. And I look and the license plate – and I parked right next to her. And I have the exact same car and the license plate is – one number off. It's, it's in numerical order. Like, uh, It's like, here, I have a picture of it. <laughs> but yeah, So and she didn't even care. I, I was like, oh my gosh, we have the, pretty much the exact wow. same license plate. Exact- I take a picture of this, and she's like, oh yeah, go ahead. And then, just, and then went about her way. Did not care
3: at all. What if you had like, gotten in that car and lived her life?
1: <laughs> sliding door style.
3: Experienced her family and stuff. What she- if
1: you are her? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Geez.
3: What if I'm living her life right now? <laughs> All
1: right. It's pretty fantastic. It's amazing. If so. You, well, I had a thing where I got on an airplane and I went to my seat and there was someone in it. And I said, um, mm-hmm. oh, I have you know 21C or whatever. And she's like, no, I do. And I forget how this happened exactly, but her name was also Allison M. Rosen. Whoa. Yeah. And she wasn't very moved by it. No, that's weird. People have to like –
3: Take Look, this, I'm not yeah. a religious guy, but you got to like admit when crazy coincidences right. happen. Like just acknowledge it. Life's boring. Get exactly. excited. This is cool. Do you understand? Even if on just a scientific level, like the odds so of something rare. like that happening. I know. Like, you know, what what do you celebrate? Traditions that are like Christmas, things that are institutionalized. Everyone celebrate these things. Exactly. Celebrate these new things.
1: Exactly. But then think about what it's like for Gary Smith – he doesn't even have an ounce of Hampton Parker in his name. Yeah. You must run into you all the time. Gary sure.
0: Smith. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, every time I go to my parents' house, too. <laughs> so.
1: Do you wish that you had more of a unique name?
0: My name was supposed to be Shelby
3: if I was a chick.
1: Oh, nice. I would have
3: liked that. That would have been cool. That's Shelby's cool. a good name, it been yeah. Tight, like a car. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> now they have a dog named Shelby.
3: Oh, cool. You've passed it oh, on. No,
0: I fucked that up. Oh. My name was supposed to be Sydney. Ah. Uh, that was our first dog so were name when i wasn't born sydney? a girl they uh yeah they named the dog sydney hmm. shelby is the current dog sorry i got confused on the dog names my mom named them so fucking similarly i screw it up <laughs> all the time
1: jenny mullen who is jason bigg's wife who yeah. is a writer and has been a, a guest on out. yes she does and she's been a guest on this show just had a baby mm-hmm. and named her baby sid
0: and tweeted a picture of the placenta
1: yes i Whoa. saw that here's the question why? What was the doctor doing why? with the placenta? Didn't it look like he was, like, stretching it out with his fist or something?
0: My question is, why did I ever see that
1: picture? Yeah. The thing
3: is, we all hear the thing about, like, eating the placenta, like, could possibly give your baby, like, <clears throat> super immunities and right. st- all Ugh. this stuff. Ugh. Do you make the sacrifice? Like, if you know that's no. a fact.
1: Oh. No. <laughs> I you, have to really know. Give I give mean, the to requisite know level fuck?
3: <laughs> okay. Okay, I could see that because I, I kind mean, of, if someone I, could I really make, make the, the case, this, I wouldn't. No, I totally make that. I totally make that like decision. I would. I
4: would eat a placenta for my baby. If,
0: Chris, you would eat anything. If <laughs> were.
3: That's funny because it like wouldn't help the baby you eating it, but you're still like I'm helping the baby.
1: And are you also? I don't know if this is uh, top secret. If it is, we'll just cut it out. Oh. Working on a t- TV show with Greg.
3: With Greg right now? No. Oh. No.
1: It's the other Hampton.
3: (laughs) No, uh, he's offered, but like I'm working on ridiculousness still.
1: Right. Why did I think – they're not working on a show with him, but like, you know what – I'm smoking crack. I don't know what I'm talking about. I think I thought that he I thought you guys were like putting something together and oh, he well, was uh, trying to go out with something.
3: I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, in a pitch in a pitch level. Sorry. Perhaps, because yes. Greg Greg like, you know, produces all these shows. So, yeah, we are working on a thing to go pitch actually. It's very fun. Uh, That's we sh- we shot a bunch of uh, stuff. It's kind of like all about conspiracy theories and mm-hmm. stuff like that cuz uh I don't know, uh, I guess it does kind of relate to my family, like they're really into conspiracy theories and oh, stuff like are? that. And like yeah, like kinda of like Alex Jones uh talk radio and stuff like that. So um I don't know. I just developed a show kind of around it.
1: And we're gonna go pitch it out.
3: We're gonna go see.
1: What's it what's it gonna be like? What's it gonna
3: be like? I think uh the way I'm imagining it, I I don't know if it's like this gives it away or whatever, but I think it would be basically like the daily show or kind of like um uh, unsolved mysteries or one of those shows kind of going back to those fog lit kind of uh CD, uh, the unknown, we don't know anything about it. <laughs> like just like really commanding. So I would be kind of doing that hyped up character and it's always a different conspiracy that I'm talking about, but it's done like super comic, mm-hmm. you know, comic wise. We go do real interviews with people who uh, we did one for uh, the the pilot thing to go shop around we did one with like a guy who's like into ancient aliens and stuff Mm -hmm. it was really fun and so we would do that and like incorporate characters into it also uh to like prove it every time the conspiracy in my mind would just be right it would be proved beyond a shadow of doubt in my character's mind oh so i think that would be pretty fun
1: do you believe in any of that stuff
3: I used to be like really fascinated about it, and I continue to like be interested in reading about it. But I'm very logical, and I just, in the same way, like people who like debunking stuff study this kind of stuff. It just fascinates me, so I just, you know, get interested in it.
1: But your family believes all of it. Some,
3: some do. Some, some are totally rational and t- super awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is your family is your family religious? Mm.
3: There's there's like an element of that. Sorry, I took a huge gulp right into that thing. Um, it's okay. Uh, no, they uh, some are. My mom, my mom is mm-hmm. pretty religious. What religion? Catholic.
1: You know. <laughs> sure.
3: Catholic. What are you? What I mean, where were you raised? Were you raised? In I
1: was raised nothing. I am Jewish, but I was raised just <laughs> atheist. Jewish and... then. <laughs> raised well, super actually, Jewish. No, that's the f- okay. That's the thing. I, I never delight in telling this story, and this is always how I begin the story, because it never feels – I tell it, and then it never feels satisfactory, and then like six hours later, I'm like, oh, I should have said that to make it make sense. This will make no sense to you, and you will think I'm lying. However, I am telling the truth. I did not know I was Jewish until oh, I was God. 22 <laughs> or 23. I know. <laughs> that's it's hard a, to believe. That's a
3: lifetime movie. I didn't know I was Jewish. I know. I know. Allison Rose. Her <laughs> world is rocked.
1: It was a little bit. My bat mitzvah. <laughs> You're like
3: having all these Vietnam flashbacks of like Jewish things that didn't happen to right. you. <laughs> oh
1: um, my God. You know, it, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense when... Did you
3: kind of figure out, you go, that explains it, all this weird
1: shit. Well, it explains why nothing made sense. I mean, Whoa. I was actually like, I said to my mom one day... Mom, can you explain again how it is that we look Jewish? Our last name is Rosen. Whoa, whoa! Your whoa. mom's family died in the Holocaust. <laughs> how are we not Jewish? I mean, I realize that like that's a ridiculous set of things for me to even be yeah. still asking. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> like the sentence tells the truth. Yes, in it.
1: Well, except just, that, <laughs> I mean, it, I started asking so young, and you can you can fool a young kid. You Why know? are they
3: trying to fool you? <sighs> Trying to cover it this up. Is the part, trying to cover it up.
1: Well, it's like if you want to cover it up,
3: no way. Change your
1: name. That's the that's the part that kills me. Is it's like Pfft, what lazy. they never realized. Yeah, but they never realized is here were all the conversations I had as a kid. They would say, "Are you Jewish?" I would say, "No," and then they would say, "Yes, you are." Like that, I was told that I was Jewish my whole life by other kids who didn't understand why I was lying, <laughs> and it was real. It was upsetting because I was like, "I'm not lying. I don't understand why." Uh.
3: They're bad at hiding. These these right. are, are literally terrible at and hiding I mean, even in they can't hide it to their daughter who's so that's,
1: deliberately. That's fly the part to. that is unsatisfactory, I think, when I try to explain why it happened. And I think it's because I still don't really I mean I can st- I can sort of I would put some words in, in the like how
3: I think being Jewish would be awesome. Oh
1: reveling being Jewish.
3: Yeah, I think it's like the one of the cooler ones. <laughs> Because it seems so chill. Like, there's no, like, in-your-face real right. Jewish people. Like, it's pretty chill, I think. I mean, the American Jews, you know what I'm talking it's about. It's so but... chill
1: that my dad says he isn't even. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Is, but... You know
3: what I mean? Like, it wasn't a big deal. Because they weren't trying to raise you, with, like, trust me, as someone who was raised, like, with heavy amount of church. It's right. Like, it's fucked up. It's not fun because you're not making your own decisions till way late in the game. Yeah. And if your parents are just like, hey, it's the last thing on the list, but it's cool. Here it goes. Like, that's cool. I think that's the way you should find out about your religion. Like you wait until, you know, after you've you've been able to drink a couple years.
1: Right. Yes. I'm Lutheran?
3: Oh, man. (laughs) What the fuck? Like, sweet, I'm part Lutheran. And you can decide to incorporate that anyway. In you go, all right, that's pretty catchy. I like
1: That's that. true. That's a very, very, very positive spin on what was a very bizarre <laughs> <laughs> set of lies.
3: Bizarre. I know, I totally It was just the I totally from devil's is that No, no, your, it's okay. I mean,
1: in a way I almost understand why it happened. It's that, you know, my dad's older and he grew up in a generation that was much more into assimilation and mm. he's very um, feels like the best course of action always is to do the safe thing and it didn't used to be safe to be Jewish in a lot of places and granted that fear doesn't seem mm. appropriate for now. But
3: then the name again <laughs> – that's just, what I'm saying. Just
1: Well, he would tell you there was an Alfred Rosenberg who was one of the great architects of the Holocaust. That's what he would say when I bring up the name thing. wow. Yeah, and I but it's like I never tied <laughs> it together. What are
3: you going for with that?
1: Right. Are you suggesting we are Nazis? <laughs> I don't Are you you know, you know I'm just Hitler saying I'm also, just saying
3: you're it, capable of good things.
1: <laughs> you know, it wasn't just Jews who died in the Holocaust, it was also gays and gypsies. And it's like are yeah. you suggesting that that's what we are because the yeah, it I mean, I was very young at the time but then as i got yeah. older the lies got more weird and it just more anyway convoluted. so finally i said it to my mom and she <laughs> said you have to ask your father and that's not it was like wow. i've been trying like i had somehow inherited a safe and every day i'd been turning the knob and nothing ever moved and then suddenly there was like a creak and a movement and i was like oh my god this is opening It's so
3: weird because it makes you just grow up kind of questioning yeah at a time that it doesn't need to be like you don't need to be questioning your reality during your teens where you're like
1: am i jewish i feel jewish right or i no it it, was, it wasn't even that it wasn't that i felt jewish it was that i felt like something isn't i felt like
3: we're being lied to i feel
1: like i'm being bullshit like yeah. something isn't adding up this yeah. isn't making sense cuz i feel like i was like tell me again how is 2 plus 2 5 Did and then they're like christmas? sometimes it's 6 yes christmas yeah but i mean i was raised atheist so yeah. it but was but you had christmas yeah
3: you literally had such a cheesecake awesome like yeah
1: it was pretty good situation I here. Still, I still I like hate Christmas. that you got
3: lied to, but it's like man, <laughs> atheists who have Christmas. <laughs> it's it's like bellissimo. Perfect, it's, it's the perfect so combination. Sweet. It's just capitalist living. It's beautiful. And well, what it's was pure. it?
1: What was all of it like for you with the? It was just a lot of
3: every you know like church every Sunday and like Sunday school and then you know I have church, but I I didn't. I don't know. I at first didn't take it very seriously. And then it kind of got shell shocked into me where I was like, okay, this is super real.
1: How? Why?
3: I don't know. I can't remember why. I just suddenly started taking it super seriously. Hmm. Like I think it was just a speech by the priest. It just like, you know, it clicked where I was like, hell? What? (laughs) All right. Like, really? Because you're surrounded by adults who are just going like, yup, like totally cool. Like,
1: How old were you when it hit home? (laughs)
3: when I hit home. I think like 19 or something. Oh, really? Yeah, like pretty late in the game.
1: That all of a sudden you started taking it seriously.
3: I took it it like way too seriously in the back of my mind, Mm -hmm. especially uh, just throughout most of my deans.
1: Like feeling guilty about everything you did? Just feeling
3: super guilty. Yeah.
1: You know Pete Holmes?
3: Yeah, yeah. We talked about it. I was going to say, yeah, yeah,
1: because he talks a lot about that feeling (laughs) that God was watching every (laughs) bit of masturbation or whatever it was.
3: I sometimes talk about it on stage and like, I I think I brought it up on podcasts before and I'm like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm like, you know, like a sexual deviant now or something like that. But it's like, it is interesting. Yeah. I I, I, only in that when I mention it, people seem to go like, oh, that seems odd. Like, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, people didn't always grow up Catholic. Like (laughs) that took me a long time to also kind of realize that that wasn't the number one religion in America. Right. Which I thought it was.
1: See, I think growing up I was surrounded by people who were Catholic too, so I would have thought it was one of the top ones. One of the top, but I think it's like Protestant, you know, Mm -hmm. like
3: a little bit more liberal.
1: So you're not a sexual deviant? (laughs) You can't just say you're not. How long do we have? (laughs) We have all the time to talk about that. It's one of my favorite topics.
3: No. (laughs) Plain Jane. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to dive into that. We're not going to go right into that from religion. That seems so filthy. Okay, you know what
1: we could do to break it up? Yeah, we could talk about a great way to remove hair. Don't walk around with furry legs or a fuzzy. F- you actually are remarkably hair-free. Yeah, hairless.
3: It took me a while to develop. <laughs> and it's When's still it gonna happen. Still like yeah, I still like can't really grow in the. I have right. like that Joe Dirt for- formation. Like I can grow a little bit of mustache. A little bit of that. Yeah. Little bit of
1: that. Well, you probably have some hairy friends who need the No-No. <laughs> it is a portable device about the size of a cell phone. You can remove your hair uh, quickly and effectively. Don't waste your time on expensive laser hair removal treatments or painful waxing treatments. Um, the No-No, you just glide it along your skin and it removes the hair. And when I first received my No-No, I was excited to use it, but I was afraid of it because they said that it was painless. But I thought, Sure. Sure it is. And I'm a wimp. But then I conquered my fears and I tried it. And uh, not only is it painless, but you literally do not feel it at all. And it's actually kind of fun. It's got this little LED screen that lights up in this way to let you know if you're using it right or not. Um, So I love the no-no. And I also love the very snazzy travel case that it comes with. So you can store it and take it with you everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere you go, you can take it with you. Um, And it all ages, skin type, hair color. For secret trimming. That's right. Yeah. Secret or... Uh, public trim Or public You can publicly trim, groom. Be a with, daredevil. That's right. Men and women can use it. The entire purchase is backed by Nono's triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them. You don't risk a penny to try a Nono. Call for details. Terms and conditions may apply. Um, and here's how you get it. Visit my exclusive site to cash in on an exclusive offer for you guys. That's NonoBestFriend.com. NonoBestFriend.com. Order online and get a free gift card. So go to NoNo. Bestfriend.com or call 800 508 4815. Once again, that's 800 508 4815. Okay. Is, is that enough? You're of incredible.
3: A buffer? Well, thank you. Wow. You read copy so well.
1: That came from the heart.
3: Yeah. and I, Well, I was amazed.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I recite it so well. Um, all right. I feel like the, I. The only reason I'm now wanting to plumb the depths of your sexual deviancy no <laughs> is because now I can tell there's something there. You're not acting like someone who doesn't have a story.
3: No, there's no stories okay. i mean I mean I mean, I guess if I was like feeling ashamed <laughs> like oh. that's old Catholic, like you're bringing up sex, I'm like, oh okay, like it's like you know. It's still there. It's still okay. there. I get giggly. I get, like, shy. Yeah. It's like that. That's, like, ne- probably never going to leave.
1: This feeling of shame around sex?
3: <laughs> just, like, childish. Mm-hmm. Like, I, all the jokes that I do, I do, like, a bunch about uh, pornography and, like, weird stuff like that. But, like, it's always so, like, childish. It's so, like, from a just uh, absurd, like, point of view mm-hmm. that I, I – I, and it's genuine. Like, it, that's the kind of thing that makes me laugh, you know? So,
1: where are you with fart humor?
3: <laughs> I hate it, really? can't stand it. Oh, can't stand it.
1: What's wrong with it?
3: Wrong hole, just not a funny hole. The butt, come on.
1: I just don't see what's not funny about the butt the farts <laughs> 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 because developmentally, I'm probably like five and you're seven or something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing when we locked in,
1: perhaps when we locked know. in our brains, yeah. I guess. I mean, if I still think butts and farts are funny, and you're disgusted by them, but you're into what, like peepees? I mean, <laughs> I don't know what like level you're childish? I started
3: smiling and giggling the moment you mentioned peepees. <laughs> exactly. It went the other way. Exactly. I probably did lock in at like seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Seven-year-olds are like butts. <sighs>
1: <laughs> they're over that, it.
3: That was that five-year-olds maybe like butts. I'm into peepees. Have you
1: heard? <laughs> Let's do Just Me or Everyone.
2: Okay. All
1: right. I have one that I'm feeling right now. Do you ever have one of those days where you look at your phone and like, I haven't received an email in so many hours. I suspect that my phone has taken itself offline, but really it's probably just that you haven't received an email.
3: Yeah. I mean, oftentimes I think I'm maybe just a walking ghost or yes. something like that if I haven't been contacted in a while. And you're like, it's weird how alienating it is. and tiny you feel. Like yeah. when you're, no one's contacting you, you're just like, oh, I guess I'm on an island or something. Right? <laughs> no. When that no? happens to me, email's gone down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, because so many people are emailing you here. I got yeah. so many goddamn emails that every time I think that, I, I know immediately the email's down. Yeah. It happened just a few days ago. It was the most infuriating thing
3: ever. But you never get like a six hour block where it's just like, I mean, like, so, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes just all of a sudden the road is empty. Mm-hmm. You know, like, sometimes you're just uh, online. Only when know, I like fly to New, New York, York
0: or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure I'm still getting them. I'm just not getting them, actually.
1: Right. Oh, dpno 10 says, um,. No, you know what? That's DPN010. I don't know. Widespread use of the F-bomb in public is coarse and grating. I don't like imposed censorship, so how about some discretion?
3: Fuck you. What is he What is he Sorry. saying? <laughs> he doesn't like the he,
1: F-bomb. He doesn't like people who say fuck in public.
3: But he doesn't like censorship. Right. So what do you want?
1: People to police That's themselves. That's censorship. Yeah.
3: Just shut up. <laughs> yeah. You should shut up. Go fuck yourself. Ooh. I mean, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about right away
2: hey 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 go
1: fuck yourself that's right <laughs> andrea says when i get overly frustrated or angry with people at work i open word write an epic rant then hit don't save hashtag throw diary
3: that's really healthy that's smart it's I like great that.
1: i love that I'm i would definitely want to save that though
3: you ever send one i've sent one really yeah
1: no i never have like
3: an angry one just to be like ah scorched the earth Paid hey, <laughs> you
1: i want to you have you guys never. Um.
0: Oh, not with any like real consequence. Like I've sent somebody who was like my equal a it, a, a email suggesting that they were mentally challenged. It's, <laughs>
4: was that a this it's, job? It's, <laughs> yeah.
3: It's like the safest way to just kind of puff your chest at somebody these days is just to email them out and just be like, "Shut up!" Like just lay into them, like. It's great because it's like, yeah, I know. I know it's stupid and I know it's childish, but it's like, you know, I feel great.
1: I respect someone who could do that. I I wouldn't be able to. You always
3: have to weigh the consequences.
1: So what happened? Were were there any for you?
3: You have to just analyze. Well, no, because I'm smart, right? Like you don't want people to basically like hurt your career or something like that. But like, yeah, it's not like you chew out somebody. But basically if somebody's like going against you or, you know. Like Game to, of Thrones style, try, try, yeah. I know
1: I talk in such huge <laughs> <epic> terms. <laughs> well, so what was it? A peer? Was it? Was it an underling? Um,
3: where? Uh, oh, where sorry.
1: you emailed them this epic thing? I mean,
3: <laughs> now it doesn't have to always be epic. You just tell somebody what's on your mind with about it, you know? Right. Uh, I don't know. I guess with some bookings with like shows and stuff like that and like things getting changed around mm. and just being like this is bullshit, especially with my management and like agents and stuff like that recently where it's just kind of like you need to listen more and to just talk to them honestly. I think a lot of people are like afraid of who, the people who represent them.
1: Yes. So so wait, are you talking about talking to them honestly though or are you talking about like chewing someone out?
3: Chewing someone out. I I In think it can manner. go with an honest with honesty is the first part you're just right. being honest with them, you're telling your thing, but then you can throw in a thing of just like fucking listen up, pay attention like that sort of thing right you know right. like you're just driving home your point. It's the way I was raised <laughs> smart <laughs> talk talk firmly
1: it's like if my emails had a sound attached, it'd be this
3: no no, no, you gotta just speak like with full like. <laughs> sed- <laughs>
1: Thank you moment.
3: Yeah. Okay, thank you. Bye. we <laughs> be all right. You know, like me and the gang.
1: You know, like might have a lot it. of a lot of ex- excess stuff to soften everything.
3: I also have like a good vocabulary, so like I can like come up with a interesting like way
1: to make someone feel bad. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> what's your in a low level? Not like I'm trying to like ruin their psyche, but just like. Hey. Do you dude. think you're
0: capable of ruining someone's psyche?
3: Yeah, totally. I've done it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. When I was a, a kid, I broke a couple teachers like mentally and they flipped out. <laughs> How? Um, That's they fucking like great. threw a desk and like tried wow. like they threw threatened to desk? kill everyone in the class um, because I was just antagonizing them.
1: How? Like, How? I mean,
3: it's, you know, just like you're just messing with the teacher or trying to be funny. I was, a, you know, a weird kid. What? I'm sorry. I've, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm cutting you off.
1: No, no, no. I'm fascinated by this story. I think Gary is too. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's
3: really <laughs> the story I just, you know, was a bad kid sometimes.
0: I'm also fascinated with how nonchalant he's like, "Yeah, through desk."
3: I know. Oh, yeah. I mean, why? <laughs> no, uh,
0: no, that's I never, it. That's all that happened. I was through a desk in 15 they... years. I never saw a desk thrown.
3: Dude, I went to fucked up schools. I went to a school so that like my it. first school was in a uh, nursing home. It was half nursing home half school it was a private school but it was like crazy and basically the classrooms were old patients rooms and sometimes elderly people would just like walk in (sighs) to the classrooms and be like jonathan where's jonathan and not know where they are and that was me growing up at that school there were like four counts of pedophilia from teachers at that school there was like Rampant, like just crazy st- stuff coming out of there. There was like no regulations at this school, so that was like
1: <laughs> there was a big, um, <laughs> it was a weird place. So, child, teachers, you know, child molestation case at my private school as well. Oh, really?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I was not one of the touched ones though. That's
3: there why I always feel weird when I go, like oh, I went to a private school for a while and then I went to public school in the farming community, uh, later. Uh, but you, you don't you almost feel like you're bragging. But then you're like, well, it was a terrifying place. Yeah, like, it was <laughs> like the teachers they hired. It was a private school, and that was partially so that they could hire teachers who didn't have teaching. They degrees. weren't certified. They weren't right, certified. Exactly. They weren't. So they anything. hired people who were like 21, who were like fucking the, the student's body, literally the <laughs> student body.
1: <laughs> wow. What were you gonna say, Gary?
0: Oh, uh, there was one at the public school we went to too. A few years after you left, the soccer coach got caught Ooh. sleeping with half the team.
1: Right. Half the team? Half
0: the girls' team. He was sleeping with like four or five of them.
3: How does he not think that's going to be a thing they talk about? Do s- girls' soccer teams not talk about boys? If you do all
4: of them, <laughs> then they all have to keep the secret. That
3: is the dumbest. <laughs> fuck one well, I guess after child. the second one,
0: he was like, fuck it. Divide and conquer. Like, I have to go. Leave
3: the state. If you want side thing going on more, leave. Go he to was a complete young, and- right?
0: Ugh.
1: Like, it wasn't... Oh, was it
0: he? he was... I think he was. He was like thirty one, probably. Or right, but have been, he but might
3: have been in his
1: like. Late 20s, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying, as if I yes. remember correctly, I think like it was less. less like a, than it find, could have been. yeah.
3: Well, I feel like with crimes, like say there's a master burglar, like somebody who knows how to wear like a mask and gloves and bring like protection and stuff like that. Like with pedophilia, like there should be master pedophiles, like people who know better than to fuck a whole team of underage girls. That's just clumsy. That's irresponsible with your addiction, with your problem. You know what I mean, like
1: sage words. Yeah, they I should think go to that's what towns. I'm saying. I think that this guy was—he wasn't the textbook pedophile. He was, yeah, someone who had. Well, I don't. I it like I'm not exonerating him at all.
3: With the difference between someone, yeah,
1: who who didn't realize, like who didn't have, who had horrible <laughs> boundaries.
3: Let's really get into this, because I imagine this would be such a horrifying. Like, boundary. Yeah, exactly. We're not, like, the moral arbiters right. you know, to be making those kinds of <laughs> statements. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, they're not, like,
1: like what? The guy
3: at, Mr. What? The guy like, at
1: my school was touching, like, fourth graders and whoa. fifth graders. And he was this creepy God. 40-something guy. He was, he was like, on a very special episode of Different Strokes, he was, like, that guy. Wow. I mean, not really that guy, but I'm just saying, I don't know. You know what, I should <laughs> not, I should
3: Like he was making a celebrity appearance <laughs> and he's still, but he's like really into touching kids. That's why he got the part. He's right, so good. Right,
1: right. He's like, they'll never find me this way. Uh, I
3: went method and it became an addiction.
1: Uh, Ethan Bune says, when I make eye contact with more than one stranger, I feel paranoid and think I have something on my face. I know what you mean. That feeling of, excuse me, why are people looking at me?
3: Yeah, it's it's definitely like I I don't I don't lock eyes with people. Right now I am because we're having a conversation. Right. But like when I'm on the street it's like I tend to look at the ground like I'm just trying to not like mm-hmm. creep people out.
1: It's better that way.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty, you know, just quiet.
1: (laughs) Now I'm so, so aware of eye contact with you right now. (laughs) Scott Hatherley says, when the name of a celebrity that I haven't heard recently suddenly trends on Twitter, I immediately fear he or she is dead. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's common. Or
3: they fucked someone they shouldn't have fucked.
1: One or the other, yeah. One
3: or the other. They're either fucked life-wise and they're dead. (laughs) Right. I, I think the safest bet to go is with dead. I always go dead.
1: It is the safest. I almost
3: immediately start tweeting jokes about how they're dead.
1: <laughs> so what? Excuse me. I don't know what I'm doing. Someone tweeted me and said, I saw R.I.P. Allison and I got worried, so happy to know that it's just a character on a show or something. It, that made me feel very creeped out, actually.
3: Wait, I missed that. No, I was sorry. That's not
1: on there. I'm just oh. saying that it happened to me. <laughs> what happened? Someone tweeted me and said, I saw R.I.P. Allison and got oh. all worried that it was you. But uh, then I realized it was just. You know, something else like R.I.P. Allison <laughs> from some show or something.
3: What a terribly cruel joke that people constantly do where they're just like, Sinbad, he's dead. Yeah. You're like, Sinbad has a family. I know. And he worries about providing for them. And then you're like, hey, his career's in jeopardy. I once brought this up to somebody and they didn't think it was an insult to imply that like a celebrity's dead. I was like, yes, it does because it implies that they're so far out of like the cultural eye that they could die and you wouldn't know like right, right away. You're right. I think that's what's going on with that joke, right? I think so.
1: I think so. To
3: be a dick. How weird is it also you can't trust if people are dead? I right? Know. They just did it with the Seinfeld guy.
0: Yeah, they just did it with one of the Pawn Stars
3: guys too. He wasn't dead. That's so Wait, which shitty. Which Seinfeld guy? The Newman. Newman. <laughs> Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. Okay, yeah. I said Newman, which is almost a slam to his career also. But that, to be fair. I didn't know oh, that. Wayne Knight from Jurassic Park. Wayne Knight from uh, fucking Jurassic Park. There you go. Do you
1: remember uh, when um, Philip Seymour Hoffman died? I was on an airplane when the news came out and I read it. When Hoffgate broke. Yeah. I read it and I th- believed it, but then I started seeing tweets saying maybe it was an internet hoax.
3: Yeah. So then See? I.
1: Right. But then. We don't know. Yeah. It's
3: so scary.
1: Dune says, feel like a half empty person who is only capable of experiencing positive emotions when the gaps are filled with alcohol i feel like okay is that so. a cry for help <laughs> no i think he's saying when he's
3: well your I name's mean, dune he snagged dune so i think he's pretty cool it's true if you're sad man you're pretty cool he's a
0: good guy friend of the show allison's yawning so i'm gonna fill he Thank we, uh, you. we know him he's a good friend of one of adam's oh, huge fans yes, so we've yes. met him a couple times
1: you oh didn't it. he win one of the contests I yeah, think he, he won, did. He won
0: yeah. the uh, Where Would You Go to Meeting, I think. Right. Was it, was, was it your show or? It was mine. He won one of the shows. He it said he'd cool. go to meeting from the inside of a submarine.
1: Well, he feels half <laughs> empty. He's only capable of it. So when when he's drinking, he feels are, half empty. Are
3: you still. Are you, a, are you a positive person if you think that you're half full?
1: I know. That's what I was wondering.
3: <laughs> like, you're not depressed. I mean, half empty. Come on, sir. I mean, what? Wait, and then no, no, you're filling
1: no. It up? Now, no, he's saying that he. He's only capable of experiencing positive emotions when he's drunk.
3: Yeah, I got that right away. It's terrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah. To say it, took, that. it took me a little while to get that. Yeah. I was trapped in I the mean, literal interpretation. I've been of there.
3: It. I'm there. It's, Are <laughs> you? Sure, I like drinking. I do like drinking to excess. I kind of realized that with um, St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. just happened. I was like, you know, uh, every day in a comic's life is kind of a half St. Patrick's Day where <laughs> you're like, five beers why not like that sounds reasonable like you're kind of always offered free drinks and paid in free drinks all the mm-hmm. time so my tolerance is very high so it did kind of occur to me i was like oh this is gross
1: when's the last time you didn't drink was, like, Oof, do you drink every i think day? about that all the
3: time uh, probably tomorrow will be the because <laughs> i'll drink tonight uh because uh, it's fun i'm gonna have a drink uh and then oh, it's uh, monday after all it's monday i'm doing a show tonight uh and uh, then tomorrow I'm doing like uh, a sh- sh- like a shooting for Last Comic Standing, so I was like, I gotta probably be sober. <laughs> the- Are you on Last that, Comic Standing? That. Uh, yeah, they're like the first episode. We'll see how it goes.
1: Oh, did they reboot that? They yeah, they rebooted. just rebooted it. Huh? Uh, congratulations. Re- Retooted
3: it and rebooted it. How about that? Yeah, it's fun. I made it past one like audition round. We'll see how it goes. Good nice.
1: Luck. Yes, Erica Corpus says. I get offended when I pay for something with a twenty dollar bill and the cashier checks to see if it's counterfeit. <laughs> yes, I get offended My by skis. that too. Who is who's trying to pass off counterfeit? 27? I don't know, but haven't you seen that where they like yeah. hold up the the money to the light?
3: I always think they, that they're like the most boring person in the world to do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're just like, is it a high stakes robbery? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. They're just like trying to make be dramatic, right? Like, well, I don't know what. You don't know what? If right. I said anything you'd be fired right now. <laughs> anything. If it's a retail position where 20 bucks is being exchanged, meaning it's not a position like a cashier at like a high-end boutique or something like that, you could fire that person by, just by going I don't like them.
1: Really? Is it that easy to get someone fired?
3: Totally. I've seen other people do it. It's like it's terrifying how easy it is to get someone fired. That's why I'm I'm like a little Canadian about it where I'm like, "Oh, they didn't mean to like drop that soup on my face." You know? <laughs> <laughs> I got to let everything slide.
1: Ryan says, when watching a conflict in a dramatic TV show, you imagine what you'd say to intervene and end the conflict. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much do forms of that all the sure. time. Sure. Johnny Primo says, I like to take snacks into the shower. Ooh. Hashtag gummy bears, skittles, oh. twizzlers. No, I, although maybe I could. But no, I don't do that. I'm getting real decadent with
3: my like shower time now.
1: Really? What do you do?
3: I'm like putting music in. I'm like smoking weed before and just like uh, really taking my time. Mm-hmm. You know, making it a whole a whole hour. The, b- the before, the middle, and the end. There's the showers in the middle.
1: Right. There's like prep. The, you the do experience. stretches,
3: all that. If you have the time.
1: Do you have a good shower? It's a luxury.
3: Like I'd look forward to it. Do I have a good shower?
1: Yeah, because I feel like if you have just a shitty shower. <laughs> yeah, it's actually
3: kind of good. I lucked into one. I didn't have to do anything to change it up.
1: I mean, what kind of situation are we talking about? Stall, bathtub <laughs> shower. We talk a lot about we try,
3: showers. We, ta- we get into it. We really hash it out on the shower beat. Um, I think it's just a pretty much a regular apartment shower with the. It's a small. It's a little small, but I don't mind it. It's nice. It Works gets really hot. Like, that's all I care about. It just has to get really, really hot. Good water and pressure. And then it's almost like my eyes roll back. In my head, like it, I love to have like almost like a burning sensation mm-hmm. on your back, so just like, and that feels good. It feels so relaxing. Your muscles just like go
1: Do you f- <laughs> face the stream or <laughs> do you face away from the stream? <laughs> this, has to, uh, um, this has come up. This has come up on all the ass. show.
3: All ass. I'm giving the shower all ass.
0: How do you rinse the front? How do you rinse your chest?
3: With my hands. With my hands and I let water go over my chest sort of thing. But like I do all ass because your ass is the worst part of your body. It's where God hates you the most. So you have to make sure that it's clean. That's called fondaliering.
1: (laughs) Yes. So we do a Thursday version of this show (laughs) with Chris and Gary and me and Matt Fondelier, and my friend Jenna. And we've talked about different forms of showering that is called fondaliering because he never faces the water either he just leans back to Mm. rinse his front yeah that's how you do it
3: yeah basically you're
1: a very rare breed sometimes
3: i'll I'll pivot a little bit to make it more like a cascade man you're making me want to take a shower so bad because they're so fun they're so relaxing it's almost like a massage to me i know that sounds really crazy but it's like i don't drop money on massages this is my (laughs) massage uh so uh, yeah, I fucking enjoy it, and yeah, I, I I like it. I use conditioner now every time. That's kind of a new thing I'm doing. I'm trying that out.
1: How's it working for you? I
3: feel it's better. I what feel was I
1: mean? Your hair looks good, but what was it like before? I
3: never shampooed or conditioned my hair.
1: Really, I know I know guys who do that. Do you just With, rinse it
3: once a month? It didn't look g- good. It didn't look bad, like the worst thing in the world. But you have pretty
1: short hair, so
3: I tend to keep it a little short because it grows into itself, kind of like almost like a Jufro-y a little bit. Oh really? You, At times, does yeah. it
1: does it have some texture to just it? Just
3: starts wrapping itself around. Oh,
1: so now you're using you're using shampoo and conditioner? No, just, just conditioner, no really? shampoo. Interesting. Yeah, I'm Why? gonna just keep
3: it luxurious all the time.
1: <laughs> and what kind of conditioner are you using? I, I don't know. It Wouldn't be my worth my weight bottle. in anything. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna guess that's like maybe Dove or something.
3: Probably Dove. Who knows? It could be Pantene. <laughs> Is it weird that a guy wouldn't know?
1: No. No.
3: Yeah. Do you know? No, you don't ah, see, know. We don't head. know what you use. Uh, I mean, like you could make a get. You're like, I oh, think it's Aussie or
0: something. But I know there's like a specific name after that. It's Aussie it would be in a
1: purple that, bottle. I make
3: yeah, that decision in the aisle, like, so I don't have I to look at it all the time. Right. <laughs> my my eyes are usually covered in all the soot that's being washed off me. I'm so dirty. <laughs> so <laughs> I usually can't even look at the bottle.
1: Jimski says. Let's remember to tell Fondelier that we met
4: – Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I was I was thinking because Matt – Wait, vacation. wait, wait,
3: wait. What do you do? We're travelers.
1: That's the term for people like us. What do travelers. you do? Travelers. What's that? We've Well, I get in you and I – You just start spinning
3: my, like a hurricane.
1: <laughs> no. I get in and my back is to the water and I put my head back and I get my hair wet. Mm-hmm. And then I grab the soap and then I lather up Whoa. and then I begin <laughs> facing the – and then I kind of wash myself but I'm now facing the stream. Whoa. And then, like, I rinse that way, and then I turn around. I turn I turn all different directions. And then, like, I might turn into the corner to grab my razor, and I just move all around.
3: Well, I, of course, I'm turning to, like, grab stuff. It's not like I just bathe. <laughs>
1: but, I mean, sometimes I am facing the water.
3: Uh, yeah, no, I know. That's just uh, – that feels so weird to me. My front is so ticklish, and also, like I – I would laugh, for one, if that was happening. I would just start <laughs> laughing. Right. I think because I – it tickles already when I go a little to the side, but like, yeah, I don't know. But I mean... My front always feels like I'm washing it the most, probably, but my butt needs all that fucking the, just a steady, stream, like a right. civil rights stream of water just being splashed at it to clean it.
1: Okay. I, I believe
3: it.
4: As a guy who's seen Matt's butt crack plenty of times... um, uh, because it because it shows at work, like yeah. Because I always look at it. Um, very clean, very clean butt crack. Clean, yeah. yeah no one's, one's
3: ever gonna really. No yeah. one's ever gonna be. So that's my couch. thinking. I got that's, an uh, inferior clean. posterior. You know what
1: I mean. <laughs> Jimsky says when the show notes for Adam's podcasts, "Yes, I wish Matt was here to see this." Say the gang reacts to Allison's news. I think Allison has an important announcement to make. Okay, so he's talking about the Adam Carolla show, and every description of the show like describes what happens in the first part of the show, and then it'll say, cuz I do the no- the news mm-hmm. on the show to say, and the gang reacts to Allison's news, which just means we discuss my news. But people who s- the first time people see that, they always think, "Are you pregnant? Are you leaving the show?" Did you get? Yeah. A, like actually, those the two things. They are you
3: think. dead? Are you Sinbad?
1: Right. <laughs> exactly.
3: Yeah. Well, that's inappropriate, right? Or...
1: To wonder are those. Well, I think we. I think you expect it to be big oh, personal news. news. Yeah,
3: it's weird when people expect it. You feel like you're letting them down, where you're like, "I'm no, sorry, I, I can't be about, always having yeah. a baby."
0: <laughs> I know. I feel like that's only reasonable if you started listening yesterday. Yeah, exactly. We, it, right. it is so consistent that any listener of the show should not be expecting an announcement.
1: I think it's that occasionally people re- – people don't always read the description. So then occasionally they do and they're like, what?
3: Yeah. <laughs> what, was that? what was the news? What
1: exactly did you do again? What? What upset
3: them so much?
1: Because what? They, ah? <laughs> it's just they just read the words the gang reacts to Allison's news before hearing the show. And they're like, what news is it going to be? And it's just going to be news about Malaysia.
3: Guys, oh, the ge- guessing about the flight.
1: I guess. You're yeah. moving to Malaysia? Yeah. Are you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Um what what else have we missed? Where can people go to find you?
3: They can go to hamptonyunt.com. I have a website uh, and I have a uh, free CD available there with uh, donations accepted, but it's nice. I'm super proud of it.
1: Yunt, Y O U N T. Yunt, yep. not like it's spelled.
3: No. Yeah, you'd think it'd be yount. Or, or yunt. Like yunt.
1: Yeah. Or you'd think <laughs> yunt would be y-u-n-t.
3: No, yeah, yeah.
1: But you'd be wrong.
3: You'd be wrong. I don't know. I mean, we we pronounce it one way. My cousins kind of pronounce it a different way. Oh, how did those other younts They go, they say? go yount.
1: Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Does that create strife? It's a, a strife. In it's, the yunt household? It's a feud. You know, the, <laughs> the Hatsfields, <warring>
3: fields, <laughs> McCoys. It's right. just yount yunt.
1: Wow. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. And on Twitter, people can find you at Hampton. At Yon. Hampton
3: Yen. I keep it pretty simple, where it's all kind of just my name.
1: That's good. I
3: think it is easier to kind of just find people. So it's like my Facebook, Facebook Hampton Yen, and I accept fans on all fronts. I also do Vine, which I really enjoy. Really, I love it. It's I great. opened the
1: Vine app for the first time in a really long time today.
3: It's pretty sweet. I mean, like you get to make a little sketch.
1: It's do you have cool. uh, tons of followers on Vine?
3: Uh, it's going up, but it's it's fun. It's more just like I'm really into it.
1: I just don't have time to watch. I don't have those six seconds apparently to watch <laughs> people's vines. It's insane. That's actually just me or everyone. I pretty much never want to click on moving images.
3: Oh really? Only like, comes online. you yeah, just Yeah. Like, if I'm looking
1: a, through Twitter or anything like that, just want a HuffPo
0: article. You can just so then. How do you feel about hmm. Facebook's new thing where it automatically starts playing? No way. Does that really what it does? Oh yeah. Maybe how, maybe. how does that work? That's upsetting. I think I might have a. I might have gotten an early update because a few people here don't have the same Facebook layout as me but when i'm going through if there's like an instagram video or somebody that from somebody's timeline when you scroll into it so the whole video is in the window you're viewing it just starts playing
1: oh really it wow. keeps the
0: sound off which is
1: that's good helpful, i kind of know what you mean playing. i see
3: that in instagram yeah. With their videos, especially. Yeah. I find it annoying. I get it where it's like, we have to advertise this technology.
0: Well, I mean, I think People it's about... have to be aware. I think it's about their numbers that they can say that yeah. I watch that, even though I yeah,
3: didn't.
4: Yeah, I know. Oh. Yeah, it's so sad when you see a play button over
3: pictures. No, uh, I just do fine. like a sketch and I've, that's my excuse to just write a little thing every day. Like I use Twitter for like one type of writing, stand up for another. Like mm-hmm. it just keeps my brain active. So I like it for that reason.
1: Oh, well, I'll check out your vines. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I posted no an Instagram video for the very first time today. I have yet to do that. I've, I never had. It was Joe Coy and Jay Moore kissing.
3: Whoa. Here's the thing. Breaking news. Exactly. This is the news.
1: Here, no, here's the thing. This is also just me, everyone. Whenever I take videos, I just hold my phone up the normal way. And then Daniel says...
3: No,
0: you got to hold it horizontal. Yeah, you never Dan- do vertical video. JV, bro. Yeah. yeah. All right. There's an app you can download, though, that will just automatically do that. So you can still hold it like this, but when it comes out, it'll be horizontal.
4: I'm sorry we interrupted you, but for Instagram, it doesn't matter because it's square. Anyways. Well, tell
1: that to my on its side video (laughs) of Jay Moore and Joe Coy making out because I find the words of Daniel were in my head. Turn it on its side, please, because we recently <clears throat> took our dog to the beach and had to get some video of that. So Oliver was the beach. I did it in landscape mode, as he said. So today, I remembered, turned it on its side, and now my Instagram video on its side.
4: Did you press record before turning it to its side? Because that might have been what happened.
3: Yes. Yeah. Wow. You fucking myth busted JV that right though. away. JV.
1: But I edited it down to 15 seconds of it you guys are giving me the most condescending and pit and i don't understand
3: any of this because i'm not like a tech guy
1: at
0: all okay so the the orientation is based
1: on
3: like
0: how you turn it right but once you start recording it's not going to change the orientation so when you turn it it just assumes you want to videotape it on its side oh so that was why chris asked if you had not hit
1: record turned it and then hit record you'd have been fine i'm just thinking of all the video i took of oliver at the beach gonna be like this i see well thank you that helps now i know
3: oh man free tech advice but it
1: wouldn't have mattered for instagram because it's square anyway <laughs> but shouldn't there be some kind of app that um there will you, rotate it
3: there's an app
0: yeah i was just saying there's an app that you just it'll oh, even if you camera, hold it like right? this when it just comes
4: out horrible. yeah
3: the camera itself needs the little gyro that'll rotate yeah. it just say they're lying down
4: when they're kissing but <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean isn't there an app that can rotate the video itself?
4: Well, um, n- sort no, of like because, picture.
0: No because the dimensions. Yeah, I mean if you think about like a video that's tall wise, if you try to rotate it and like justify it, you're going to chop a bunch of the top and bottom off.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 Right.
3: Or- it's and then you'll have a square.
1: What is the app that does this thing for you? Let me look. Okay. In the meantime, I will tell you guys that if you're going to buy something on Amazon, why not click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com? It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help out the show. Are you, do you sell anything on Amazon? I don't. Well, if you ever do. And you're going to go buy that. Click through the banner on my website, (laughs) AllisonRosen.com. Also, if you're a fan of the show, which by now I think you are, um, and you're thinking, but I need more. I need bonus content. Download our episode that we recorded live at the L.A. Podcast Festival with Doug Benson and Matt Costa and me and Gary and Chris and Matt. Um, It is only $1.99 ninety nine. Like Easily $2.49 worth of hilarity. And you can get that in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Genesis of a lot of important Thursday show debates such as butter sandwiches and whatnot on that podcast. Yes, Gary? It's called Horizon. Horizon. I will check that out. I wish you could get that on Amazon because then I would – Tell you how to get it. (laughs) You're just going to have to go rogue on that one. Um, You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A R I Y N B F. If you want to email us, A R I Y N B F at AdamCarolla.com. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You need this. (gasps) There's plenty of people in your life that you could make this the ringtone when they call. You could make a text tone. Just play it for fun. Um, You can get that. Uh, by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. You can follow – well, Chris, where should we go for you?
4: Uh, follow Corolla Digital on Twitter.
1: Okay. Yeah. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. And we already threw out all of your things. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having this me. This was super fun. It was very fun. All right. I will talk to you guys later. I love you. Goodbye.
2: Hey, do you know about the Alison and show? show and rules and shows.
1: for listening to the show everyone just as a reminder this episode is brought to you by NoNo. to get your no no and take advantage of the exclusive offer for my listeners go to nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815 that's nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815